upside, inside out, living the clam jam loca. Uh, down, living the clam jam loca. What's up, clam jammers? Where you been, loca? <laughs> oh yeah, we're starting strong. What's happening, baby? What's going on? How is it going today? I'm good. Thank you for asking, as I assume that you did when I did not even give you time to answer. Okay, here, you answer. Ready? Nice. Sorry to hear that, or glad that that happened for you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so sorry, guys. I totally lied to you. I did not <laughs> record an episode before I left. I, uh, you know, I want to say I tried, but I could have tried harder. I didn't rise and grind hard enough, you guys, and for that, I I flagellate myself. There's gonna be pictures of me not flatulate, flagellate. I'm gonna there's gonna be pictures of me just torn up. I was smacking my back with like a like a swath of, of leaves or something. That's what they did, right? They like took they like took um like a big old branch and they'd hit themselves with it. Well I'm not gonna get into it, but the videos that I've seen, they don't use branches, they use swords, and it made me very uncomfortable. It was one of my worst experiences on the internet. Uh, but yeah, moving along. I did not um, manage to record an episode before I left, unfortunately. But you know what? I want to blame it on uh, my coworker because she got a fucking stomach bug, dude, two days before I'm supposed to leave, right? So I'm like, fucking great. We hang out all the time. I'm probably going to get this shit. It's going to ruin my trip. So so I'm I'm paranoid. I'm terrified that I'm going to get it now, uh, which thankfully I did not. But like the whole time, I'm just like so aware of my stomach that it's like making me sick. Do you know what I mean? Like, like usually like you're not supposed to live conscious of where your stomach is, bro. It's like it's like how like if your eyes realize that they're there, right? Like if your body realizes that your eyes exist, it will kill them. And like. I don't know if that's just some bullshit that someone convinced me of because I'm like a pretty gullible kind of fella or like that's the real truth. But like that's what it felt like. Like it felt like I just became aware of my stomach and it was the end of me or it would be shortly. But I had a fucking phenomenal time. Did not um, get sick at all, uh, even while I was there, surprisingly. Um, it just went so fucking good, dude. Uh, Philadelphia is a fucking beautiful city. Had so much fun down there, dude. Uh, we walked fucking like 13 miles the first day and I, we were mostly, we were mostly downtown center city. You know what I mean? Like those, those, those four neighborhoods. We went to South Philly a little bit. Um, and then we went up to end it off at, uh, the Laurel Hill Cemetery. Because I I had to read that off of the coffin-shaped coaster that I bought because they have merch. <laughs> Some pretty sick merch at that. They had cool merch, bro. And it's just a cool graveyard. But, um, yeah, dude, we did so much shit. It was such a good time. Um, and you know what? The whole time I was there, uh, all I could think about was how much better of a city it is than Boston. Uh, you know, sorry, Boston. And, you know, because, like, we're, like... Like, I live an hour outside of Boston, and, um, 
so it's always been like kind of my standard of a city. And I always thought like, I didn't really like cities and cities were inconvenient and a terrible time. But when you go to an actual walkable city where like there's things to do all the time and like cool shit going on and like different environments and not just like traffic and highways separating everything, people getting fucking store out every five feet. You know what I'm saying? So fucking, it was beautiful. And like parking everywhere, so much parking, like so much parking. And it wasn't very cheap. Okay. End of the day, I'll tell you what, but there was a lot of parking and there is no parking in fucking Boston, bro. That's like number one thing is just the traffic. Okay. And it's cause we're living on fucking streets that were invented by drunk Englishmen it fucking 250 years ago, bro. We got to fix her up. She, this goddamn city is a fixer upper. The whole thing. <laughs> Take one ride on the T and you'll know I'm right. Okay. And that's as someone who values the T and enjoys it, even though I did acid on it a couple times. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. So enough thrashing Boston. Um, I won't, I don't know. Their sports teams are good. I'm not a sports fella. Does that help you guys not want to fucking kill me in my sleep? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the first time too, though, that we, uh, that was the first time that I have stayed in a hotel in a long time. Uh, because like for so long, it was just like, yeah, dude, Airbnbs are the move. That's the fucking it right there. But no, no longer do I trust an Airbnb. No longer do I want to fucking pay a $150 cleanup fee so that some douchebag who doesn't even live in the city can just pay a maid service 40 bucks to clean it up. It's, it's such a, it's such a scam, dude. And it used to be like a really good idea, but like, and it's so crazy too, because we were going to Philadelphia and just before the week before um, we left, there was a whole news story about a lady and like a Twitter thread of a lady who found all these cameras in her Philadelphia Airbnb. And I think it might've been the one that was like the 50 shades of gray room. Cause they had one of those. I'll try and post a picture of that. If it's still up, it was probably that room and they probably got caught and taken down, but we stayed at a hotel we were, uh, we were right down near Reading Terminal Market, dude, just eating lunch and breakfast there every day. What a good time. Um, yeah, I loved it, man. It was a beautiful, beautiful place to be. Um, very glad to be back home and with Bubba. Not home right now, but when I am home, I'm with Bubba and I'm happy about it. <laughs> I definitely had a lot of anxiety, though, about something going wrong. Uh, I get super bad. I get super bad travel anxiety and we drove the whole way there, which was seven hours. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever done. I've definitely done worse things. Um, and, and was just, and was just very thankful that, that, uh, that anxiety didn't come to fruition. It was, it was, it was very happy. Okay. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know how to tell you guys I had a good time. All right. It's a little, I'm a little bit stoned already. All right. I'm having a good time today. Um, but I did feel bad. I did feel bad be like to not have the episode out on time because, okay, I get stressed, all right? I feel bad that I'm not putting it out when it's supposed to be out, all right? Mondays is when it's supposed to happen because we are trying to fight Garfield's 
crippling depression and anxiety that he is dealing with every Monday. I think that's why I do it. I'm just hopeful that he sees it and like he can just chill out and kind of leave Odie alone a little bit. Maybe be a little nicer to John. Uh, but yeah, it's just, well, you know, it's just because, um, I got, I, I sandbagged myself so hard on, <laughs> like on accident and I really messed, I really screwed it over. I, um, originally I had started out where I'd recorded several episodes, um, ahead of time, but like there was two of them where I just was like, eh, I didn't like them. You know, I didn't like how it was. It didn't have the right vibe yet, you know, and we're still working on it. It's an ever changing vibe. We're trying to, we're trying to constantly be assessing our vibes and improving our vibes so that we can have the best vibes possible. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I, I had those episodes and I ended up deleting two or three of them. Uh, and that just goes to show you that I just want you guys to have the best quality content possible. Okay. I want you to enjoy it so much that you will, I don't know, write me a letter or something. Write me more letters so that I can keep doing it. We are getting low. I'll be real, real with you guys. Okay. We got like, I reckon three more episodes left in us if we don't get some more letters soon. So you better send them, pal. You better get to it, bucko. You better you better get to starting for real because I uh, will be very sad if we can't finish the first season. But I do have some I do have some ideas. But anyways, you guys aren't my fucking management team, so <laughs> I don't need to explain myself to you. Oh man. Um I'm not yet. I, I do have an update on the Yerba Monte sponsorship, you guys. Update, right? Pretty fucking cool. How did you think that would happen? Well, here's the thing. Yerba Monte told me that I am no longer allowed to mention. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, the Guayaki dude, uh, the distributor of my work, he's just said he doesn't give a shit. He'll just give me free cases whenever, all the time. So shout out, Austin. You're the greatest. I fucking love you, dude. Uh, keep looking it up because they are way better. I coffee's just making me so sleepy. I've been taking naps all the time at like three 30, four o'clock. I need to, I, it's like, I get that siestas are one of the most simple and blessed joys that humanity has to offer, but I got shit to do sometimes, you know? <laughs> and like the sun is nice. I want to be sleeping when it's dark and awake when it's sunny but honestly are there even enough hours of dark to sleep a full eight hours right now genuinely i wonder this because i go to sleep around like 10 it's been dark for like an hour but i wake up at 5 30 and it's already bright so i blame nature nature has not at all thought about what my body or what my boss wants my boss wants me to be there at 6 a.m. Regardless of what nature tells me. I've uh, I've also been lotioning my whole body. That's pretty fun. I didn't know I didn't know I had to do this, fellas. You did you know that we're supposed to do this all the time? I mean, not all the time. I do it after I get out of the shower. But did you know that you're supposed to be lotioning yourself up? Did you know? I had no idea. So that's been pretty cool. And it definitely adds to the like 
serial killer vibe that I've been looking for with the classical music addition to my life. Like I wake up greased now. My fucking <laughs> squeaky bed sheets from my fucking lotion before bed. Yeah, it's like making me feel uh good. Like it makes me I feel soft all the time. I feel great. It's very nice. I didn't know. I literally have lived my whole life without this. I feel like I aged an extra five years by just not knowing that, like, guys can do lotion, too. You know? Like, you're allowed to. I didn't know we were. I thought that was, like, forbidden. It's not not within the confines of masculinity to use lotion. All right. Fuck yeah, guys. Well, I've had a good day today so far. I feel like it's going to keep on going that way. I feel positive and um, not breaking down at all. No, I'm not. I'm very strong. That's the power of acting. Do you guys see how good I am? At the, I'm like a literal like how many? What is it? You, you, you a triple threat. I'm like a quintuple threat. Okay. Acting. Committee, um, uh, not dance, singing. Okay, you guys have heard me singing. Uh, does songwriting count as one? Cause I'm fucking crushing that. And number five would be uh, pornography. I performing or cataloging it. You will never know. Not unless you're really good at using Google. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I hiked, I hiked like five and a half miles today and I didn't want to die. It, I didn't, wasn't concerned about my heart the whole time. I think I might be finally pushing to the other side of this. I'm feeling good about it, man. I even went and had a burrito after I saw the most beautiful daisies by the side of the lake while I was on my little walk. I'm going to post some pictures of both of those things, my burrito and my little daisies. It was beautiful, man. So I think that with the power of God and anime on my side, we are going to have a great second half of the episode. So you guys and gals and everybody else come on back in just a minute and we'll be cooking. Hey there, are you here for the clam bake? No, the hot take. No, are you here for the hot clam? What the fuck are you doing, brother? Pick one. Get the fuck out. It's a private party. All righty then. We are back and in action and we're cooking and I'm cooked. And can you smell what I'm cooking? It's not good. <laughs> Actually, fuck, it's late and I'm not cooking anything. The burrito can only get you so far. Oh, no. Um, well, <laughs> this is a bad time to think about food, but we'll have to figure that out later because we've got a very important email today. Um, we've got an email. Okay, I'm ready to get, I'm ready to get into it, I think. Um, yeah. I feel like I was very scatterbrained before. I'm hoping it's going to come to me now and I won't be, but I feel like that's a very high hopes. <laughs> oh, wait. Have I already said that? Do you think that they say high hopes is because you're high and you're hoping? Or do you think that the, the hopes are just 
lofty. I think it's probably the ladder. If it's your uh, step ladder, you better hope you don't get st- stuck in the dishwasher around it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got a we got an email. Let's so let's uh let's jump into it, right? Let's go right into her. Let's see what happens. Dearest Kenneth, who I love and respect so much. <laughs> I'm kidding. They didn't. They didn't write any of that. There's, uh, they didn't even, they didn't even address me. You guys kind of just keep doing that, and it's okay. I'm grateful for all the letters and messages that I get, you know. But I, you know, like a, a goodbye or an I love you at the end would be nice. And you're like, oh, hello, maybe. Like, gosh, I'm not just a robot here. That'd be cool if they could replace me with a robot. I'm sure that they can. Stoned musician, they could easily replace that with um with a robot all right let's jump into it how why do i keep saying jump into it and are we gonna jump i don't want to stand why do i what is wrong with me today why am i what is what am i trying to get to all right let's fucking hang out on it how about that let's fucking let this one simmer let's how about that instead of jumping let's um let's Let's fucking recline into this letter here. <laughs> Let's fucking kick the lazy boy out right now. Light up a cigar if you got one. Let's get into it. Slowly, but surely. Because you know who wins the race? Depends how long the distance is, honestly. Because uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes in the, if it's a very short race, the, the, the hair will win. Will, will. Fuck. The hair will win. Gosh. Ah, oh, now you guys won't respect me at all. Now you're going to address me like you're going to message me and be like, hey, stupid butthead who can't even speak right. And that's how you're going to. That's OK. I don't want that. I mean, I guess you can. It'd be kind of funny. <laughs> if you do that, I'd be kind of funny. But only one or two. And then it gets annoying. Here it is. A friend of mine gets all broy and kind of rude to me when we hang out with other dude friends I introduce him to. I get that guys tend to bust each other's balls. <laughs> yeah, we do. But when I bust his, he gets all sensitive while he thinks he can walk all over me. What should I do? Should I talk to him about it or just say fuck it and let him be an insecure weenie? Keep this anonymous, please. Okay, I mean, what, am I going to read your email to everybody? All right. Thank you, Jared Lover at 1642.com. I don't know. Jared who? Who do you love? I hope it's not Fogel. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that your name? It's Jared Lover. Well, you should probably change that. (laughs) I'm doxing a fake person right now. Oh, my God. Um, man, this is a really good letter. Um, and this is very serious. Thank you for writing this in. Um, so your friend is getting, okay, so uh, this just sounds, this sounds very shitty. Why do you keep hanging out with this person? This sucks. I'm going to, I'm going to try and go over this slowly. All right, let's try and really figure out what the problem is here. You know, cause I can't, I can't analyze your relationship without knowing a whole lot about you. I got a couple sentences to work with here, so your friend is getting all broy and rude to you when you hang out with other dude friends that you introduce him to. 
What should I do? Should I talk to him about it? So it seems like he really thinks that he just has a power dynamic over you. You know what I mean? As from like an outside perspective, because he is trying to like use you for those points of like, Oh, that guy's funny. But like, uh, by punching down on you for some reason, when you are not someone to be punched down on, I don't think any fucking buddy is. I mean, unless you are like, have like a lot, a lot of money and are like really shitty to people. And like, you know, like in like a class sense, but then you're punching up. So you can only punch up on people. Okay. Now if this guy, if this fella is, is five foot three and you're, a little taller than that, well, then he's allowed to do whatever he wants to you, honestly. He could probably start bullying you, but then you could just beat him up. Um, unless he's wiry, okay? Can short dudes be wiry? Is that what it is, or would that be, like, stocky? Is is wiry a, a mentality or a physicality? I don't know here, but either way, I think that this person just... um it seems like your friend kind of like thinks that they have some kind of power dynamic over you. I wouldn't even say necessarily that they're being insecure or like whatever it's, it's them. That's what it seems like to me at first glance is that it's them not respecting you. Like that is, that is just like shitty. You know what I mean? No one wants to do that. Why would, if I, if I was hanging out with like a friend and like we, we started hanging out with someone else and he started being rude to me, like noticeably to the point where you're noticing this, you know what I mean? He's getting all broy, you know? Uh, and like that, I say bro and stuff a lot, but I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty sensitive guy. I know I'm not the world's most sensitive guy. I say bro a lot, but, um, I am a pretty sensitive fella, so you know, uh, it's just, it's just, I do get a lot of these people in my life because of the way that I kind of act and talk and look and like, you know, life situations. But for them to just be that blatantly rude and to just like, not only like be disrespectful, like it, it, it'd be, it, it almost, I don't know if it would be worse. Do you think it would be worse if it was a person that, they're introducing you to, and they try to be rude to you and kind of, you know, use you for like laughs or something, you know, like, because I feel like you're doing them a kindness almost by like introducing them to another person and being like, Hey, welcome to my world. These are like people that are my friends. You can make them your friends too. But instead he decides to fucking make you the butt of his jokes or something. I don't like that, man, you know, and like, cause yeah, it is, it's pretty cash. Okay. We all bust each other's balls. That's what we do around here. Everyone busts each other's balls though. That's not a gender specific thing at all. In my opinion, if you fucking get in tight with some people, you'll realize that everyone's just busting each other's balls. Some people just do it in a different way, you know, at least I'm here. Maybe that's just new England. Maybe that's just us. Maybe we're all kind of just assholes a little bit. <laughs> As for what I think you should do about that, I mean, you can confront him, but you're going to have to have like a really, like a really adequate argument for this with like a lot of documentation and fucking evidence. Like you're going to need receipts, dude. You're going to need to be able to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that this is what this guy is doing to you and this is how he's acting. 
because to me, it seems like such an ego thing. So when you go and attack him for this or not attack him for this, when you go and defend yourself, realistically, he will feel that it is an attack and it will fucking bruise his ego. And so he'll fucking defend it like as hard as he can vigorously. That's the word I was going to go for, but I couldn't get it. I was thinking vicariously, but like he's going to, he's going to take it out on you. What through another person? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you can't you because you can't let him treat you like that. Just just out of principle alone, you know, you know that you're worth more than that. Everyone is. Everyone is. You can't surround yourself with people like that. Like, is this someone that you need to be around? A friend of yours? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it seems like this is just like a person that you can voluntarily choose to have or not have in your life. Um, so I would say, yeah, discuss it with them. I mean, you don't want to just ghost them. You don't want to just cut out for no reason. That's rude to do to people. I mean, there's definitely justified situations. Believe me, there are definitely justified situations to ghost somebody, you know, like, um, you think that they might kill you. Um, or you think that they want you to help commit a crime or they know that you committed a crime and they have evidence and then you ghost them. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Good, because I don't, I don't really know. (laughs) Oh man. Um, so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to have to have a conversation because you're going to have to challenge this. But like I said, you're going to need, you're going to need that mountain of evidence because otherwise he's just going to fight you on it and be such an asshole about it. And then like, if you guys are hanging out and drinking, okay, cause that's what we do. Fellas, what are we doing? Okay. We're drinking. We're hanging out. We're busting balls. <laughs> Um, cause of that, yeah, if that's what you're doing, man, like later in the night, he's going to drink more and then he's going to get more insecure about it. And he's going to try and apologize a hundred different ways when it's just like, Hey, you just, this is something that you can only prove you're changing through with action. So it doesn't matter really like how much he says like, oh, I'm sorry if he even says I am, especially if he says it when he's drunk. I mean, like, come on, like that's a that's a 50 50, whether he means it more or less. (laughs) But yeah, I would say what other option do you have, man? You got to talk it out. You know, you got to figure out you got to figure out if you this is a person that you need to have in your life and you want to have in your life then yeah, you got to figure out why he would even treat you like that to begin with. You know, why would he want to dominate and domineer you? Why does he think that you are that kind of person when you're, like I said, you're being cool. You're introducing him into your life, into cool stuff. Like that's a, that's a red flag. All right. I'm going to throw a red flag on the field. Woo. Woo. Like I get one to be all macho, you know what I mean? Shit. Like I really try to, I really try to get that shit out of my brain and stop acting that way, but it's hard, you know, like it's something that you're conditioned to do from such a young age. 
And it's one of the only benefits I think that I've had of uh, being a person who mostly stays at home alone in my room. <laughs> but it's going to be it's going to be a battle, you know, so you're going to have to bring your best wits with you. You're going to bring backup too, you know, like if you can have other people that chime in, like are there other people maybe that you guys would have like mutually that you could kind of ask if they have the same experience low key, you know what I mean? Like someone who you have that kind of relationship with both of you where they wouldn't go narc on you to him because then he'd be like, dude, I heard you're fucking saying I'm being like broy and like picking on you. You think that you need fucking protection, dude. So you go to Samantha, you go to Samantha and act like she can fucking help you, dude. Why don't you come to me? Mono e mono, dude. Because you know that's what it's going to be if you don't come at the angle right, you know? <laughs> it's going to be a foul ball, okay? We already got a red flag on the field. We can't be getting a foul ball in the middle of it. Because, <laughs> yeah, man, at, at, at the end of the day, all right, if you can't take what you're dishing out, then we're going to take your plate away. And you can't, uh, you're ladle too. And you're going to have to settle down, all right? Because we're not going to let you sit at the table anymore. Is that that officially the worst metaphor I've ever done? I wouldn't doubt that I've done worse, but I think that's up there. (laughs) I just think that it's, it's so, it's so lame of him to do that to you. And like out of his own insecurity and desire to be what the fucking biggest dick in the room, my guy, like, come on. That's none of us. It's Shane Diesel. Every time, it's Shane Diesel, and he's always there. Shane Diesel is omniscient. Is that the right word? Omniscient? Omnipresent? He's everywhere all at once. That hog is. I'm pretty sure, like, you know how, like, fields um, have this giant mycelial net underneath them, you know, mushrooms, um, and that's why they're fields? Shane Diesel is an amalgamation of all of Earth, and he is the mycelial net that binds us together. He is immortal and immoral. (laughs) All right, that's the worst metaphor I've ever made, for sure. Um, But yeah, dude, you you gotta confront him about it, but be ready. And then... If this is someone you don't need in your life, be willing to cut them out. You don't need that energy when it's someone that you're trying to... Because that makes you look like a fool to your friends that you're introducing them to, you know? And maybe that's the point. Maybe he wants to isolate you. Maybe he's trying to be like, I'm the only friend you need. That guy let me rag on you super hard and didn't defend you at all. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, I hope this friend isn't me. I hope this isn't someone who's extremely close to me and wrote this about me. Is do I do this? I feel like I get this. Uh, this is like, it's this is like being this is um like a thing I do all the time, and I'm like actually worried about this genuinely. Um, but I don't think I do. I don't think I do that. I think I'm a pretty nice guy. I think I've I think I've been a dick for sure in the past. I used to be a piece of shit. That's for sure. But now I'm a pretty good guy. And um, 
I worry though, like whenever I hear like it's it's like hypochondria, but of the personality, you know, because it's so hard to judge yourself. It's like Kanye West said, "My greatest um, uh, failure. What's I don't remember the word he used, but my greatest disappointment, maybe my greatest disappointment in life is that I'll never be able to see myself perform live." It's like that, but for my own personality. And I can't tell who I am. I mean, I know who I am, but who am I to other people? Write in and tell me at the hot take clam bake at gmail.com. And if I'm like this to you, tell me about it because I'm really sorry, okay? <laughs> I don't think I am, though. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much for writing this letter in. I really appreciate it. And I think that I hope that this conversation goes well between you and your, your friend and that they learn a lesson from it and that you don't have to deal with them picking on you, man. You don't deserve to get picked on, bro. Unless it's me. And then I'm doing it in the name of justice and you deserve it. <laughs> All right, guys, I love you. Write into hot take clam bake at gmail.com. Call in to 603. Oh, uh, wait, it's fucking 866 603 2526. Fucking tipping my glass of water to you guys like you can see me. I should, you know what? Maybe season two will get a video camera. If we can get enough letters to make it to season two, I'll start doing season two as video. And so I'm saying we're at episode, this is episode nine. So we have three more worth of letters and e voicemails. And one of them is going to be an hour long special. Get ready for that. That's going to be very, very cool. I also do have some cool news coming up. So if we can get to season two, season two will have video. This is my promise to you. So everybody share the pod, review it, rate it, love it, follow it, uh, smoke it, put it in your pipe and smoke it. I love you guys. Have a good day. Peace. Thank you, everybody, as always, for listening to the show. Every single one of you listening right now, clamors, jammers, clam jammers, clam bakers, hot takers, hot bakers, hot clams, clamlets. Everyone, the whole clam clan, I love you guys. Fuck yeah. Keep on listening. I'll see ya. In just a couple days, these episodes are going to be close back-to-back almost. All right. Love you, folks. Bye.